Welcome to Sunshine Graces with Podcast Nun. My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Hello, everybody. Today is Everyday Graces Podcast. This morning, I'm going to interview a dear friend. His name is Dr. Robert Foley. Dr. Foley is a veterinarian. Hello, Dr. Foley. How are you? Hello, Sister Ave. Hey, there he is early in the morning, getting that early morning voice. Well, we're going to begin with the first question, Dr. Foley. How did you decide to become a vet, and did you as a child love animals? I definitely loved animals, and and believe it or not, it was a uh, a, uh, questionnaire when we were in kindergarten as about what we were going to do when we grew up, and I happened to say veterinarian, and my parents saw it, and they kind of pushed me to follow it after that and um, never let it go, never looked back. So, yeah, it was when I was five years old. Wow, five years old. We won't ask how old you are now, but just think of that, everybody, loving animals at such an early age. Now, the next question, Dr. Foley, is do you have a favorite animal and why? Hmm. Well, I have a lot of, I don't know if I could down to one favorite animals, but um, in terms of domestic animals, pets, you know, I'm certainly a dog person, and um, I have a bunch of uh, what are called which is a big uh, Spanish mastiff-type breed, which I really, really adore, and even breed on the side. I haven't done it yet, but I'm sort of set up to do it, uh, and waiting, waiting anxiously uh, for Mama to animals, um, I sort of have a, a soft spot for uh, uh, and gorillas, uh, and I donate a lot of money to projects to, that uh, help with conservation efforts with them. Oh, that's wonderful. I think if somebody ever bought an alligator to Dr. Foley, he'd love that animal too. Well, <laughs> well they do. I am also actively involved with uh, some wildlife conservation on Long Island. Um, so I do see particular birds of prey. Um, and so I do see from uh, time to time those that are brought in. Just uh, last week we had a bald eagle brought in that was uh, that was injured and we took care of him. And um, so I just get a sense from time to time some, uh, a chance to take care of some wild animals as well. That's beautiful. We could hear that all creatures, great and small, praise the Lord. Well, Dr. Foley certainly loves all of them. Now, Dr. Foley, you have pets at home. How many and how do you come to name your pets? Mm. Well, we've got more than my wife uh, My wife would hope for. <laughs> we have, well, I guess if we, if we combine, right now we just have four dogs. Um, and I sort of rotate who comes home. Those are three of them are the press canaries that I was telling you about. Um, so they drive my wife crazy. And then my wife has her little Frenchie, who we all adore, and uh, it's probably the mascot of the house. She runs the house, even though she's the smallest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a cat who recently passed away. Um, we had two birds, two parakeets. And then at the practice, I have 
have in addition to that a bearded dragon and two chameleons, two uh, uh, panther chameleons. Wow, I get everybody saying that's fantastic. And along with. How do we name them? Usually the kids get to name them. There he has it. He also has three wonderful children who love little animals too. Now, Dr. Foley, how do you care, let's say, for a doggy that cannot tell you how he feels, or can they? That's a challenge for sure, and um, and uh, it's well, we rely very heavily on our physical examination, which in people who sort of a lost art, but in veterinary medicine, it's obviously very important. Uh, number one, because they can't tell you how they're feeling, and number two, you don't have. Um, necessarily all of the diagnostics that are at your fingertips when you go to the human doctor due to cost and, and availability, but um, but we do rely on a lot of tests and diagnostics as well, but, our, but I would say our physical examination is extremely, extremely important, uh, which I've taken a career to, to refine, you know, and uh, I rely heavily on it, so. That's very interesting. Now, Dr. Foley, if somebody wanted to become a veterinarian, what three qualities do you believe is good for a vet to have? Three qualities. Well, certainly you have to uh, be motivated, highly motivated and dedicated because it's a long journey. Um, and um, you have to do a lot of things along the way, um, not just in school, but outside of school in terms of going out and working in all different fields. And with all different animals, you have to do that before you go to school. Um, so you have to be certainly motivated and have a lot of perseverance. Um, you certainly have to have a, a love of animals, that's for sure, and that's a given. And uh, then I would say you have to have a lot of patience because the animals don't walk themselves in. <laughs> they always walk in with owners who are not necessarily um, as uh, as um, as easy as their uh, as their pets. So so you know it is a business as well, and you do have to deal with money and people who are upset about spending money and feel that you should be doing it. Uh, you know, doing it uh, for your love of animals. And support his staff, and and obviously support your family. Um, and um, it's a business like any other, where there are unhappy people and others to take care of, and um, you know, staff managing your staff, and things like that. If you want to get into the business side, which I have, then that that has its own set of challenges that are not necessarily related to veterinary medicine, but that any small business owner faces, you know. Now, Dr. Foley, we've all hear this on the news. You probably know more about it. Tell me and the people listening today about puppy mills and shelters, what we should be aware about. Well, I think shelters do God's work for sure. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, um, you know, most of the people involved in those, most, um, you know, are, are in it for the right reasons and, um, you know, are, are taking animals that are in need of, of being helped. So certainly, 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 we encourage people to adopt from there. Um, now, it does, I do have a certain bias, unfortunately, for, for purebred animals, like I alluded to before with my 
just like a human being, an animal should be cared about. Now, what is it do you think about a pet that forges such a close bond with the owner? Well, I looked at my friend's sister, Abby Clark, and her recently pet Sunshine, and, and I, can, I can give you a perfect example of how they're always there for you, and they're with us 24-7, and um, they're always to listen to you and, uh, and to be supportive in their in their way and there's nothing expected from them other than love back and um, it's it's really a wonderful uh, a wonderful relationship where it's it's completely uh, two-way relationship and um, and you have nothing expected back from you other than love and they really just give you everything and expect nothing and it's just a wonderful wonderful bond when you really bond with an animal well you got it right and i have you to thank dr foley for telling me things about my little sunshine he lived to be 16 years old uh, and even in his uh, last two years you suggested different things and then told me don't go beyond what wouldn't be good for the doggy and that doggie brought me so much love, but I knew that I had a special vet in my heart that told me just what to do. So I thank you for that. So that leads us. We had quite a great, had quite a great dog, and what a bond that was. But then, and as you can see, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very sad day when they leave us, and we know that they're not, you know, by definition, aren't going to be with us forever, and, and they don't live nearly as long as we do, but. When it's time to go, we let them go 
job that I don't um, get um, so, so upset about. Well, a lot of veterinarians can't really handle a lot of the euthanasias and things, but to me, I'm ending suffering and um, I'm letting them go gracefully and I have you know, no problem with that and I've made many, many nice clients and many, many nice bonds with clients through the euthanasia process because it's, uh, it's when they see how quick and painless it is, everybody's reaction is, wow, I hope, I hope it's like that when I go and I get to meet God. So, so, so it's, it's something that I, you know, I don't look forward to, but I also don't run away from it. And it's a nice reminder when they go that, that we're all, we're all, going to go make the trip, as my godfather says, but it's a trip we all got to make, and um, so we, it's a necessary reminder that we should live life and enjoy while we're here, and enjoy the relationships that we have while we're here, but that when it's time to go, we don't, we don't, um, we don't prolong that, and we don't encourage suffering, and then we move on to the next one. Well, I think Dr. Foley just brought something up that's so wonderful in life, is that the gift of compassion. And I can remember that day with the vet who said to me just before sunshine did leave the earth, he said, Sister, would you like to say a prayer? And I remember I smiled and I looked down at my little doggie and I just put my hand on him. I smiled and I realized, you know, thank you, Lord, for the gift of this little creature. So that leads us to our final two questions. Dr. Foley, what gift or blessing has working as a vet given to you, you kind of touched on it a little bit personally. Well, I, I would say it's given me a lot of gifts, you know, um, both inside and outside of the office. I've formed many, many nice relationships with owners, including uh, Sister Abbe Clark, who helped me um, tremendously in my time of need. And we formed a bond and a friendship that will always be, be here. And, you know, in addition, I feel... I feel wonderful as to some of the opportunities that I've gotten to, you know, gotten to do uh, as a veterinarian. There's many, many things as a veterinarian that I'm that you're able to do that you're not able to do as a physician or human doctor, um, simply because they're so specialized that they do sort of one field all day, every day. But as a veterinarian, we can explore many, many different avenues, and I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of surgeries um, that have been really, really, you know, very successful and also very challenging, and I really enjoy that. Um, and, you know, helping helping an animal, helping a family, it, it's, it's a priceless experience, you know. I think Dr. Foley just touched on something so important. It's just not caring for the pet. It's the every gray dish of meeting a family, the owner. Now, I do have an extra little question today about service dogs. I walk, I walk my new little doggy in the morning. His name is Sundance Boy. And as we're walking along, there's a man in the street in a wheelchair with a dog pulling him. I smile at the man and he yells, this is my service dog. He's my best buddy. So what would you say about service dogs? Oh, they're, they're, they're a, a, a wonderful. And this is, they, they can be absolutely wonderful as as um, as Im important as our pets are to us in terms of emotional support. There are some service animals, and I've worked with some that that uh, just can perform tasks that you, that you would not believe, and they do so, and they do so. Um, 
today is smiling and loves a dog or, wants, or a cat or a bird or even an alligator, you get in touch with Dr. Robert Foley at South Shore Animal Hospital. Dr. Foley is not just a good vet. As you could hear a little bit, he's become my friend. And why? Because there is a connection with a little doggy. So I say to everybody today, have an every gray day, and bow wow wow.